This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Hey there, this is Jalen Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with our producer, Quinn, at the network, and he'll put you on the line with us. That is 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever-so-lovely and talented Miss Daisy Charlotte. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Once again, this is Talking Pets. Welcome to Talking Pets with your host, John Patch, with today's co-host, Jalen Sidlow, and I'm Daisy Charlotte. Give us a call with your pet questions, comments, and stories at 844-305-7800, and watch us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. Now here's your favorite pet show, Talking Pets. Mitchell is a psychic medium who uses his abilities as an intuitive soul coach, animal communicator, uh, hypnotherapist, and spiritual teacher. He connects to and channels spirit to help in identifying soul-level solutions for wellness, enlightenment, and growth. He uses a humorous, direct, and compassionate approach in his sessions and wants his clients and students to recognize the world of energy around them and be able to make their own confident, empowered decisions from an intuitively informed, centered, and balanced place. I want to welcome on to the program none other than himself, Mr. Mitchell Osborne. Hey, Mitchell, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Hello. Thank you, thank you so very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you on with us. I want to find out a little bit of information first about you. How did you actually okay. become How did you become a psychic medium? So, um... I was that odd little child, like six years old, that everybody else on Sunday morning was asleep, and I'm, like, hyperactive and want to know things, and I would be sitting at the table with my mother's playing cards, trying to guess what the next card is. I was trying to move the pencil with my mind. So almost all my life, I've always kind of been connected to something more. Um, Growing up, you know, in our somewhat conservative house, um, we could talk about dreams, which was a little you know, out there for the family, but um, not until like 2000, December 1999, did so much to start really changing for me, you know, at the turn of the, you know, the century here, and and I just started diving in wholeheartedly and and embracing what I would call my abilities, Um, uh, uh, and just, you know, worked worked hard to develop them, and and it, it felt so natural and so real, and then, then I've been doing this professionally, probably for about the last, I think it's about nine years now. That's awesome. Nine years. And I want to know, did you get that pencil to move? 
Um, no. <laughs> but in my mind, I know I can. I know I can. One day I know I can. Yeah, you know, you know, it's funny because I kind of do the same thing. Is actually, um, I've I've thought that too. Try to get things to move with my, you know, with my thoughts and all, and it hasn't. It has yet to happen. So um, I don't know. We'll I always see. think. I always think if I know the right combination of thoughts, I can get it to happen. So for me, that as a psychic and medium, that just basically says I'm still so connected to the other side where where that stuff is just it just is. That I'm, 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 but I'm still living in the physical form, which is a little more heavy and a little more dense. <laughs> so, an intuitive soul coach. What is there a difference between each one of them? Like an intuitive soul coach, an animal communicator, or a hypnotherapist, and a spiritual teacher? I would imagine they all each have their own classification, correct? Yeah, and that's honestly, it's, I've struggled with that, um, like a lot of people do, because ultimately, you know, there's marketing. You're, you're quote selling yourself and. And, you know, when I'm trying to be honest with how I work and how I function, I, I don't, I love the word psychic and medium because I do talk to the other side, which is medium and mediumship. Psychic is, you know, the here and now, connecting with the energy of the people and animals in front of me. Or, or And then, you know, an intuitive is, more people love that word. It's not quite so woo-woo, so old school, so scary, if you will. You know, but I also feel that the world is so much more fluid than it used to be that for me to predict your future, which I don't mind doing, but it's so fluid, I usually follow up with what I call the soul coaching part and, and say, do you like what I just said? If you do, then continue to focus on that. But know that there may be something even better for you. So set an intention, put your attention on it, and then put the action in behind it to, to create the life that you want. So that's where the coaching part comes in. You know, I, I love tarot cards, and I work with them, and Lenormand cards, and, and they're wonderful, and they're a great tool. Um, and, and a lot of times they're just what the client needs, but sometimes they just need, you know, spirit channeled and, you know, give them a boost to who they are, to their soul at that point and allow them to, that's why I said, you know, to make their own, you know, balance centered, you know, decisions about their lives. That's my ultimate goal. Cause a coach, a coach really believes that the person sitting in front of them has all the answers within inside. They just need to ask the right questions to bring them up. And that's why I feel like the empowering part comes in from what I do. Now, did you study or did you learn a lot um, from Casadega, Florida, in Casadega, Florida? And also, um, I read something about the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. What is that? So, um, first of all, Casadega is right outside of Orlando, and it's kind of a, a spiritualist retreat where a lot of the spiritual psychic and mediums from up north, um, like Lilydale and New York area, would come down and vacation when it was winter. So it's, like, it's an entire psychic community, but my main teacher... Um, was from there. I've had several, but one of my main ones came from there as well. But she would come into Orlando every week and for three to four solid years, every single Tuesday night, I was in her class, in her workshops, you know, um, mostly doing mediumship. That's what, you know, Casadega has mostly mediums. There are psychics as well. And the Omega Institute, I believe it started out as more of a yoga retreat, but it is a giant retreat center where they have you know, Paul Selig, I went up for James Van Prague for a week-long intensive with James Van Prague, which is where, you know, it was, it was a powerful week, and, and, and it, it, it opened me up to a lot. But um, it is a, a big retreat center that they do a lot of things. A lot of my mentors um, that I go to other workshops do their tarot um, workshops there as well. But just a, a really unique, beautiful place. John of God, I know, goes up there, I think, every summer as well. So it's a powerful, powerful place. You know, it's interesting. Do you think the average person has psychic abilities? I do. 
<laughs> I think everybody does. <laughs> I do too. I, I, you know, considering we only use what they say ten percent of our brain, is that correct? Yeah, and and I'm, I, I, you know, a lot of people use the word gift, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't care that they use that. I've never used the word gift because that makes it feel special. I use the word ability because, again, I believe we all have the ability to connect with the energy in front of us on the other side of the veil, if you will. So if you strengthen that ability, I I would say, you know, we all can sing. It may not sound like Pavarotti or, you know, know, uh, Celine Dion. It may sound more like, you know, somebody else like Britney Spears (laughs) in the shower. Or like a dog hollering at the moon. Yeah. (laughs) But if you if you work on that ability, you you absolutely can get better. Will you ever be Pavarotti or Celine? Maybe, maybe not. So you know, we all have that gut instinct to go right when when we every day we go left, and you know we find out there was a wreck down the road, and you you could have avoided that, or it may have just helped you get to your, your day a little quicker. So, but I, I absolutely believe we all have the ability. Well, we're speaking with Mitchell Osborne. Uh, if you've got a question, we do welcome it in eight four four three zero five seven eight zero zero. But he's an animal communicator as well as psychic medium. I've got one question for him regarding one of my pets, and I know Julie's got one on hers as Indeed. well. So, and, um, so don't go away. We'll be right back with Mitchell Osborne. Once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. Don't forget, you can actually watch us live on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. We may look a little different, especially me. I look a little <laughs> bit like Howard Stern right now. Um, and there's some ghouls in the studio with us, but so check it out once again at Talking Pets Radio. But give us a call at 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Osborne. <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And I'm Daisy Charlotte. And we're speaking with uh, Mitchell Osborne, the uh, psychic medium, intuitive soul coach, animal communicator, uh, hypnotherapist, and spiritual teacher. So tell me, actually, Mitchell, how do you... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a wig on right now, and I'm eating half of it as we're doing the show for Halloween. So if people are, if people are watching us on Facebook Live, Darla, hi, Darla, no, I, I didn't get a hair transplant um but um 
I look a little like Howard Stern, I guess. But you do. It's hilarious. Yeah, but I keep eating this wig. Jeez. Um, but I want to ask you, um, how do people get a hold of you, like outside of you know the show right now? If they want to contact you and you know ask questions maybe about themselves or their pets, I would imagine you do have a website and all, correct? I do. It's MitchellOsborne.com, dot com, and um, I, I'm all over social media. I'm a social media. Um, um, what's the word? <laughs> I don't want to say whore, but I'm a social media whore. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, even Pinterest. But, but yeah, on, on Facebook, um, you know, Intuitive Mitchell and Mitchell Osborne. And uh, MitchellOsborne.com is the best place to go. And then you can find all the links back there. Okay, so let me ask you a question about, um, like, how do I do this? I want to ask you a question about a, a, <laughs> a, a kitty of mine that, that passed. So what do I, what do okay. I ask you? Um, first of all, what what's the cat's name? Rain, Rainy. Rainy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, first of all, let me just kind of you know tap in. This is the work where where we were talking a little bit about text, a little bit of work. But immediately, the image I see is it's interesting because when because you use the word kitty, so I'm seeing this as a very small one. So, it was and is it a female? Yeah, she was female. Okay, um, and it's funny because I often when I have, when I work with animals, I have to flip the gender because when I feel masculine energy, it's usually a female because they tend to be the mom, the take charge kind of thing. The, the boy dogs and boy cats tend to be a little more laid back. So I feel like this cat was only eight or nine pounds that it did actually get to be that big. First of all, and I'm seeing a lot of black and white, so I don't know if that was the color or not. It's actually um, she was about nine pounds, actually nine ten pounds, and okay. her brother was much bigger. Um, he passed two years before she did, um, and she had she was like a little bit of white, but a lot of like uh, dark gray, like um, okay, yeah, dark dark um, gray. And so, and and so, uh, first of all, I like to tap in and make sure I've got like the right energy. Was there problems with her teeth, which is so unusual for a cat? I'm being drawn to the mouth and the gums and the teeth. Nothing that I'm aware of with the teeth. No. Nothing? Okay. So, so at this point, I would say, what, what question do you have about her? Um, was it something from her life or something connecting now? I think the I think the biggest question for me actually is I, I you know honestly I had her for nineteen years. Um, she lived a long time, but when it yeah. was her t- when it was her time, rather than you know I was trying to make the decision if I wanted to take her to the vet and you know and do it that way um, when she was I knew she was dying. But or leave her at home with me and try to make her as comfortable as I could. So I chose the latter. I I kept her at home with me, and I don't know if I was being selfish in doing that, or you know, I just want to make sure that you know she knew that I was there for her the whole time. Yeah, and and this is the this is the this is the part this is the part of the part of animals that I I it's a, it's a tough part because these animals are there for us. So you know, when you say you 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 wonder if you were being selfish or not. It's not that you're being selfish. It you, I believe you are connected with her so well that she is willing to to be that that strong for you, to stay with you, to stay connected. Um, I tell people all the time, you're going to know when it's time to do what you need to do, whether you need to assist them or whether you need to just allow them to, to stay with you and pass you know, gently in their sleep on their own. Um, but I absolutely feel like the decision that you made was the best one for both parties. Because I don't feel she would have been comfortable being separated from you, especially at this point. But I feel like she would have rather... Was she the one that was always, like, by your side, either slept with you? Because I feel like she was physically connected to you as well a lot. Constantly. She was uh, she was almost, Constantly. like, not a cat, like, a more, more so a companion. Got it. So, so, so you keeping her with you, I think, was the, the best thing for all parties involved. And again, it's not about being selfish. That's what they're there for, is to help us. 
They are there for to teach us so much about ourselves. So I would say the last, was it a three-month window where it was like, okay, I, you know, like three months of, of uncertainty? Was it that long of a time? Pretty much, yeah. That was when she started to show some true signs. I actually put her on a product okay. that I have here called Nutrix, and she was fading right around the time that her brother was, maybe a little bit before that. And then I put her on Nutrix, and she became a new kitty again. Um, so she actually lasted okay. another two years or so uh, past her brother. And um, so, and then like the last month or so, you know, I could tell things were going on the wayside. But then the last couple of days is when it really hit her hard. Yeah. And the reason the reason I was asking that is because I see like I see like powerful lessons for you being learned during that time, and I'm being drawn to your heart. So I don't know if there was like some pain from previous relationships and in, in life with humans, but I almost feel like she really opened your heart back up. So I don't know if there was a big transition. A lot of times animals come and go in our lives when there are big transitions. You know, marriages, divorce, movement kids moving off to college, all these kind of things. So so was there any big transition or did you notice the healing of your heart, so to speak, at that point of her passing? I could say actually true. Um, I mean, I've had a lot happen throughout my entire life, but um, I was going through a, a bad breakup at that point, actually. And um, so, yeah, okay. my heart, and I also had heart surgery, too. So um, there was a lot. Oh, wow. On. Okay. That's what I'm drawing to your heart. Yeah. Yeah so, so, yeah, so she, that definitely was there. And I think if she was one of those cats that likes to put their paw on you, that's her giving physical healing, too. So um, if she, like if that's what I keep seeing her, like literally touching you next to you physically there. You know, so she felt like she was a full-on, kind of almost like a low Reiki master, if you will, because a lot of times that's what they can be for us is physical healing as well and heart healing, emotional healing as well. Well, don't go away, Mitchell, because I want to, um, uh, Jilly's going to ask you a quick question. We come back, we're going to take a little break. Can you stay with us for a couple more minutes? Absolutely. My pleasure. We're speaking with, of course, uh, Mitchell Osborne. He's psychic medium. You can check him out on his website at mitchellosborne.com. And um, if you'd like to get some more information on that, too, we have some information posted on our website at talkingpets.com. Um, so you can go there under the news section. You can find out and you can actually see what Mitchell looks like as well. Um, but um, So check it out. But if you've got a question or a comment, we do welcome it in as well. He's going to be with us for a couple more minutes. Um, and then I know you have a Halloween party you're going to, so uh, it sounds like fun. So we won't keep you too long. But, uh the number is 844-305-7800. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalyn Sidlow. And I'm Daisy Charlotte. And you can check us out on Facebook Live if you want and see what we're wearing and so on and so forth at Talkin' Pets Radio. So check us out there on Facebook Live. Give us a call at 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. But once again, we're speaking with Mitchell Osborne. His website, MitchellOsborne.com. This is... Talking pets. Ooh, get the stinky.
stinky dog away from me. Bad breath and bad gas. PD stopped eating. All his hair fell out. Itching, licking, missing fur. At least $5,000 in vet bill. Creams, antibiotics, sprays. No results. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. The shedding is stopped and the itching is stopped. Her coat is not soft, it's silky, it's healthy and shiny and glossy. She's got life, she's got energy. Tons of energy, no more bad smells. Dynavite's the bomb. Dynavite is the best thing that's ever happened to my dogs, you know, besides me, of course. (laughs) 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from the slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory and once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And I'm Daisy Charlotte. And we're speaking with Mitchell Osborne. He's a medium, a psychic medium, and um, also here to answer your questions. So pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you, of course, about your pets as well. Mitchell, Jilly's got a question for you, and um, I'll let Jilly take it from here. Hey there, Mitchell. Hey there, Mitchell. Um, Hello. I lost my heart of hearts. Hey, Mitchell, do you have your your radio on or your Facebook? I do not. Okay. Okay. Because I was hearing an echo. I hear an echo, too. Yeah, okay. So anyway, I lost my heart of hearts um, very end of March this year. And uh, I've lost a lot of dogs in my life. And this one really, really hurt me really bad. And I think it was because of our connection together. Um, and it was, mm-hmm. it was really hard, you know, for me with her. And I just want to know if you feel anything from her. Cause I talk to her all the time. She's in my house. Her ghost so, is in my house. <laughs> yeah. And you guys let me know if you can hear me. Okay. Um, yes, we can. yeah, we can. I tell, okay, good. I, I tell you, and I feel it's so funny. The moment you, you started talking about her, it's like, this was a past life connection and we're going to another place here, but I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about it. Yep. I feel like you've been around together before, um, and Agreed. it's interesting because I keep being sh- I keep being shown a horse. So I don't know if if, if there was a horse connection in a past life. Um, I, if it was a horse in this life, let me know. But I keep being shown a horse like past life, past life. But there I don't know if you ever felt that. Yeah. There's okay like in a past life or in this in this lifetime. In this lifetime, but in my past. Um, so, because I'm feeling like this, this horse, like, you know, I keep telling this was a past life, that the, the animal that, was, that you're talking about that was, like, you know, so close to your heart was, was a horse in a, in a previous life. 
it's like you you were you were like you know writer you know soldier warrior <laughs> type thing connected to this so it's a very interesting kind of feeling um but it definitely because it feels larger than life as well right um, but the connection there um and and um, they, they're showing me um like the footprints on the bed so i don't know if you've laid in bed and you almost feel like where there's pressure on the bed all the time and you look up and like Okay, so that's they're the showing me that, like like the connection to you, um, mm-hmm. and they're showing me like like almost like I keep seeing like golden retriever, like that blondish kind of hair. Um, so was it a lighter colored dog, no. or was it a, was it a cat? What, what was no. the animal? Um, a Rottweiler. A Rottweiler, definitely mm-hmm. not. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. Typically lighter color hair. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely not a blonde. Well, typically not. Um, but it's interesting because I'm feeling the pressure walking on the bed. Um, did they sleep on a pillow like a human? They're showing me almost like their head on a pillow, like 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 if a human would lay there. Absolutely. Which is not, okay. Yes. So that's something they're showing me these images. Um, big heart. Big. They're showing me like a big beating, you know, heart in your in your chest, um, and um, definitely a connection, you know, heart to heart and soul to soul. Have you? Did you ever work with animal intuitives about? Because the best way to connect with an animal is through your heart center, through your heart chakra. That's the way they communicate well. Because it's almost like I feel like you knew how to talk to this animal more than oh, anything yes. else. Uh, all of my okay. Rottweilers I've had very intense relationships with. And because um, I could look at them and they'd know what I wanted from them. Got it. And it's interesting because I feel like, I feel like I've got, what is, the, what is the main one that we're talking about? Rockstar. Name? Her name was Rockstar. Rockstar. <laughs> Rockstar. All right, again, cause I'm, it's funny because I almost said he, but it's like because I felt such strong energy. Oh, she thought she was a boy. She was a boy? No, she she thought she was. I had to put a pearl necklace on her so everyone would know that she was a woman and not a boy. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's funny. (laughs) Just call her. But I tell you, (laughs) so so I tell you, she, her energy, when you said all of my Rottweilers, she literally said, you had to have that energy of a dog in your presence. Um, So I don't know, your personality, I feel like a dainty feminist. Feminine, feminine nature in you, but it's like you are so strong and so powerful. You needed an animal to match that kind of energy that you put out. Absolutely. Um, are you like a Are you like a Taurus or an Aries? Because I'm seeing a real stubborn kind of energy. Nope. But are, do you Capricorn. have that stubborn nature? I'm a Capricorn. So oh, and and okay, I'm the what, yeah the top of the so cusp. So that I'm a energy that I felt. But yeah. she can okay. be stubborn. <laughs> I'm a, everybody says I'm a Rottweiler. It's, just, it's hilarious. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like you needed that kind of a dog to match your energy. In other words, I can't ever see you. You may have owned like a little chihuahua or something, but it's like I just would feel so odd if you did. So have you ever had um, smaller dogs or they've always Never. been a big dog? Always okay, been. Because yeah. it's like, because they're, 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 you know, she's showing me like they have to be a big energy dog. Um, and, and she's, she's, Touting and like applauding your rescue nature. So I don't know if that's where the, all the Rottweilers come from, but she's showing me like how you have either rescued or funded or um, what is it when you take a dog in for a little while and they go out? Well, she was a rescue. Um, and, and, she, and she's and also, I do work rescue. Yeah, she works rescue. Okay. She's also, also a pet sitter. Okay, got it. Well, cause, and it's funny because <laughs> she's like, you need to tell everybody how powerful she is and how much good she does because she will never blow her own horn. So it's like it's like you need to it's like you need to see all the blows. I keep it's funny because the image I get is all these little doggy hands clapping. So it's like they're <laughs> thankful, they're thankful. So it's like take the applause, take the credit, 
and just, you know, put it in your back pocket because I, I can feel like your energy, like it's almost embarrassing for you to feel that. So, so definitely take that from these little souls that are going, you know, you are doing some wonderful work. Awesome. So I want to ask you a question, Mitchell. Thank when, you, Mitchell. When, when yes. you actually You're welcome. Talk, Thank you. When you talk to Julie or you talk to me or you talk to somebody that may, you know, contact you through your website at uh, MitchellOsborne.com, um, is it, because I find... Um, I've been told I'm very psychic and, you know, I have been visited by, I could tell you stories that would probably turn your head. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's very strange. I don't know why it, it, you know, it happens that way. And sometimes my friend Ken, who you know, actually, um, thinks sometimes I invite the wrong people in. Um, and I think that sometimes too, but, um, it's odd because, um, I just, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, I usually try to go off of my first intuition. When I'm talking to someone, yeah. So the question is like, what is it, or how do you work with it, or, or yeah? I mean, is that what it is? You usually go off your first intuition, like your gut feeling. Yeah, for me, for, for me, and the way I would teach someone, it's, it's almost like pulling a thread out of the darkness. You see this thread, and I usually, when I'm with a client, I work with a client, especially in mediumship, which is kind of what we're doing here, working with those on the other side of the veil. You know, I get what I like. It's like a thread. So I'll I'll, I'll throw out like the size of the animal or the height of the person or how they're showing me. And if, and, if, and, and at that point, if, I, if they're saying that makes a little bit of sense, I start pulling on that thread. And it's like I pull it out of the darkness and I get more and more. And typically what happens for me is once I, once I get the full-on energy, then it's like the floodgates have opened up. And part of it is, you know, knowing that I'm working with the energy and the person or the animal that they want because a lot of times we open up and we get just a floodgate of people and energies and animals on the other side. And that was my challenge when I first started. I would go home from my, my, my workshops when I was learning, and I would feel like, oh, my God, I knew I was talking to somebody, but nobody could place it. So it was like I opened up, and my goal was to laser-like focus and fine-tune who I needed to speak with for that client in front of me. And I... I typically use the terms like vibration and the work with energy. So for me, you know, if you're in a mood, you are vibrating a certain way. If you are, you know, drinking or doing, you know, drugs or something, you're in a certain, if you're down or depressed, or if you're elated because you, you just had sex, you're in a certain vibration, and that's going to draw in matching vibrations. And this is why my goal when I work with people is always to say, you know, we're going to work in the highest vibration that we can to draw in the, the highest positive spirit. But ultimately, I believe what comes to you is what you are needing at that moment. And it can definitely be a, a teacher for you. And it may be the fact that you the teacher's point could be that you need to raise your vibration right now because where you are is a bit heavy vibration and you're pulling in just, just some energy that may not be the best for you, um, but they're definitely going to probably help you grow. Well, Mitchell, I want to thank you for joining us on the program, you know, Indeed. and stopping by. And um, I'd love to have you on again sometime where we could spend some time together. But um, I know you got to go to a Halloween party, and I want to thank you for coming on with this. And again, if anybody wants to contact Mitchell Osborne, you can do so at MitchellOsborne.com. Is that correct, Mitchell? Yes, it is. And thank you. It has been my pleasure. Anytime you want to have me back, I'd be more than happy to join you guys. So I thank you so much. Have, a, have an amazing evening and, and happy Halloween to everybody. You too, Mitchell. You too, Thanks Mitchell. so much and happy Halloween. Thank happy you. Halloween. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. That's Mitchell Osborne. If you want to check him out after the show, you can. You can contact him through his website, and that's MitchellOsborne.com.
com. So check it out there if you want to read up on him. But once again, we are talking pets. Yes. When we come back, we have a story coming uh, to you from uh, from our producer over here, Daisy Charlotte. So don't go away. We'll be right back. But once again, the number is 844-305-7800. Give us a call. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. A 450-pound seal was removed from northern Alaska's airport runway. In Alaska, it's not uncommon for wildlife like polar bears to wander onto an airport runway, but a lounging seal is far more unusual. But that's what workers found at the airport in the nation's northernmost city on Monday. A seal estimated to weigh 450 pounds was removed from the runway at the airport by way of sled. The Department of Transportation got in on the fun by warning pilots of low ceilings at the airport. Meadow Bailey, the department's communication director, said an Arctic coastal community on Northern Slope experienced heavy storms Monday. Staff found the seal while clearing the runway. The department's staff members are not allowed to handle marine animals, so the seal was removed by North Slope Animal Control. The workers have seen birds, caribou, polar bears, and musk ox on the runway, but the seal sighting was a first, Bailey said. Wildlife strikes to aircraft pose a significant safety hazard and cost the aviation industry hundreds of millions of dollars each year, Bailey said. Birds make up over 90% of the strikes in the U.S., while mammal strikes are rare. Visit TalkinPets.com for more information and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Watch us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time and call us with your pet questions, comments, and stories. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Daisy Charlotte.
I just saw your crow on on CNN. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. <laughs> They're little, everywhere. He's looking a little drunk on your microphone right now. <laughs> We're all set up for Halloween over here. You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow, and I'm Daisy Charlotte. And um, happy Halloween, everybody out there. We hope you have a safe Halloween. Yep. Please be safe. Don't look now, Julie. Over your right shoulder. I know. He's freaking me out. It's Michael Myers. I know. He, here's his knife, though. <laughs> do what the do what do what they do on TV all the time. Stab him once and then drop the knife. <laughs> you ever see that in movies? They drop the knife. I'm like, no way. I'm cutting the head off. I'm making sure this dude is dead. I know. <laughs> you know, it's just every scary movie you see, they drop the knife and then all of a sudden. The killer picks it back up and comes at them again. Oh, there's been some bad ones on, too. Yeah. Lately. I mean, the worst old horror films. There was a werewolf one on today, and it was so bad. It was laughable. So. Yes. Mitchell Osborne. That was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it's weird because, you know, when I was talking about uh, some of the things, like when I lived in New Jersey, uh-huh. um, and I had a two-bedroom apartment in New Jersey, and um, living there... It was weird because after a while, this, I'll never forget it. The one morning when I woke up and this guy just appeared at the end end of the hallway. Mm -hmm. You know, I had like a long hallway and my bedroom was at the end. There was a bedroom in the middle of the hallway and the bathroom in the middle. And then at the other end was the living room, dining room, and then the kitchen off of that. So that's when I was working in New York. And then all of a sudden I woke up the one morning to get ready to go to work and I walked from my bed to the walk-in closet. And you know how you look out of the corner of your eye and like, did I just see something in my hallway? Yeah. And at this point I was living alone. My roommate moved out. I was trying to make ends meet. And I looked at the end of the hallway and there he was standing there. And just standing there looking at me. And I was just like, I froze. And then he turned around and then he walked down the rest of the hall and went in towards the dining room kitchen area. And here's me. Eventually, tiptoeing, like tiptoeing, like it mattered. We already looked at each other, and I'm tiptoeing down there. Gone, wasn't anywhere yeah. in the room. And then from that point on, the rest of the point, he kept appearing. He would watch me brush my teeth if I was in the shower. I mean, if he was mad, I, the temperature in the rooms would go down to like what felt like minus thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd get really cold, but the thermometer would still say like you know seventy five or yep. whatever. Um, so it would it went on for a long time, and I then have, you know you feel like you're losing your mind. And then I constantly see this guy and see this guy, and he's just watching all the time. He'll throw things or make noises, but nothing would be broken. And then all of a sudden, I decided to get a roommate. Never said a word to anybody. I didn't even know anybody in town at that Uh point. I was just starting to go out and meet people. And then I had asked this one guy, Chris, who ended up being in the friends of our group. I said, I have a spare bedroom. Do you want to move in? Never saying a word about anything because I thought, I'm losing my mind. And all of a sudden, never, I'll never forget it, where I lay in there on the floor watching the end of The Seventh Sign with Demi Moore. Oh, Lord. I love that movie. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, Chris looks at me and says, I really need to talk to you about something. And I was like, what? And he's like, are you seeing this man walking around like a ghost? And he, he said, with a suit, white shirt and tie, I bawled my eyes out like a little girl. Uh-huh. I was like, I thought I was losing my mind. I really thought I was going crazy. <laughs> So it makes you wonder about life and everything like that. If you know, where do these things come from? Where well, do these spirits? And uh, you know, I've always been very intuitive to a lot mm-hmm. of things like that. But it's gotten worse and worse as I've gotten older and older. Actually, it's not that it's getting worse; it's that you're more open to it. Like if before you're seven years old, you're really open to all these things. Well, when somebody I was, told me if I went to like Casadega yeah. or something like that, it would be amazing what I would be able to yeah. see and do. I've I mean, done some I things can, like I can that. see your room when you're in mm-hmm. it. And I could tell you what's on your dresser. I could mm-hmm. tell you what you're wearing. 
Um, yep. I've had weird things like that that people never talk to me ever again. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know things before they're going to happen. I have a ghost. Her name is Evelyn. She lives in my house. She died in my house a long time ago. She was an avid animal lover. She loves my dogs. She loves everybody. I see her aberration, you know, go around. She will not come in the new parts of the house. She stays in the old parts of the house. The family gave me a picture of her. I hang it on the wall. I, I really, tried to move it to the new part of the house, and it jumps off the wall. I really so I think, though, back. that animals play a part, in a good part, I mean, with, with oh, yeah. being part of your families. Because, I, I, Rainy, the one I was talking to with Mitchell Osborne, um, she would lay at the edge of my bed on the corner of the bed and stare at the door mm-hmm. until I fell asleep. And like uh, she would just look, and I, to me, it was my first impression was she was protecting the room from anything coming in. Mm-hmm. So if there was any bad juju out there, you might say, uh, it kept it kept it out because you know Rainy was you know from the you know from Egypt and the pyramids, cats mm-hmm. were there; they were protectors. And I, th- I think there's a lot to that with cats. Yep. And if you watch them and live with them, you'll learn a lot more too. Oh, I see. Xerxes sometimes he'll get up from the couch and he'll walk around the corner and he'll he'll sit down and he'll look up at somebody like somebody's talking to him. Well, and he'll like move his head and everything. It's awesome. Don't forget, check out uh, MitchellOsborne.com. That's his website. And um, I want to say, spay and new to your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to obtain a pet, go to your local animal shelter or rescue. Get one there. From myself, John Patch. Angeline Sidlow. And Daisy Charlotte. Happy Halloween. Be safe, please. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Bye for now. Bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.